This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. So I'm so honored to be here in sort of my home, my homeland, not my hometown. You know what's so cool about being from Aptos is um, the Rodardi sisters are from Aptos. It's kind of cool. Um, anyway... Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do what I'm not supposed to do. Um, I hope not, no informers are here. But um, in my book, The Glimmering Room, came out a year ago, and I'm only... Oh, this is going to be on video, so everyone will know. But I'm only supposed to be reading from this book. But I'm actually going to read um, a bunch of stuff, because I just want to... Like a show-and-tell, I want to show you what I have. So I'm going to just go chronologically. I'm going to read from Ruin, the first book, which came out in... Um, 2006. So then I'm going to read from the Wunderkammer, which came out a year ago. I'm sorry, Glimmering Room, which came out a year ago. And then I'm going to read from Wunderkammer, which is coming out next fall from Four Way. And then I'm going to read from How the End Begins, which is coming out in 2016. And then I'm going to read some new poems. That's what I'm going to do. So these are from Ruin. The report on horses. Then the final season of my brother's last visit. His long dark hair in his face and shirt sleeves concealing his thin white arms. Like a girl, he was always trading in what little he owned of his life. Already he was too fragile for the world. In my mind, I have been hiding among the ruinous thistle of last winter. Fox, my girlhood horse, wasting away in the barn, her weak limbs at rest along the tremendous dark of her body. Mm. Skip that one. Nepenthe. In Mother's Sable, I have been waiting in your old room, in that collapse the mishap that was your boyhood with its lit globes. Handsome in your blonde suit, leaning against a wall of silk ribbons. A blur, your pale face a saint's, turning away from the light. And the hush of dusk as it slips into the the hills like the drug of sleep. How you consumed it, piloting against the fenced-in night of it. Then let it bleed milk from the stalk. This is called Door to Heaven 2. Already the dream tigers have arrived, striped and enormous as always. When you vanish into the maze of silver cypress, let the mallow white ink take the quiet of your mind. Let the river kill the blossom. He who hurt you once shall now be put to rest. I will find him. I will waste him in my own sweet way. If I can, I will become you. Sparks, Nevada. In the middle of the night, Father brought me a falcon. By morning, it ripped the wire and flew the hill into the highway, 
When they found me in that car, my sleeve stemmed in blood. I didn't know what it was I was trying to kill. I saw a craft of orphans streaming down the river. They were dressed in white and silent as a seance. It was then I spoke to the bird. Already God is shaking his black seed back into me. And this is the last poem from Ruin. F space. I buried everything you gave me in the orchard. Then I let the silence come on like a good drug. Already the gunboats loom. Now the swallows come to me and sleep. And a boy whispers of St. Francis and the wolf he broke. In the sanitarium, some Christian brothers come offering solace. But my heart is the smallest catafalque. Always I was a strange sort of princess, hiding in the horseweed with my crosses, yellow-haired and feral in the woods. Now neither birds nor the sea can save me. Set me in the field and let the stars have their way. So this, a lot of the book, the landscape is um, is Aptos, where I grew up. So there's a lot of um, hills and yellow weeds and um, nature and rabbits. <clears throat> and then this is the glimmering room, which changes. <coughs> Kingdom of Dirt. Soon the ambassadors from the netherworld will begin their jet-like descent. Death disguised inside me already as sleaze, grime and her magnificent seed. Brother Reiner clutching his Bible, hallucinating helicopters. Brother Reiner childlike and wrecked. Infamy and the cosmology of chronic raveling and unraveling or displaced insanity. Dirty Cindy little glitter of her father's spit, invisible androgynous, a fragment of his, found at the bottom of his dream chest. Draped in my black cape of glue and subterranea, they mistake me for a man in drag in my nasty boots. Why just look, a manifestation of stars. Or appoint me hustler of Brutal Reiner in his kinky noir scheme. Me at 13 on the beach in a candy-striped bikini. In time or out of time, glamorine. Groom of the underworld, please come with me to the discotheque at the end of the world. Piss elegant at the halfway house for the trashed and gone galore. Meet me in the love-burned orchard where the beautiful doomed meet at last. Nocturnal. Toby lives in the smoldering of our childhoods. He runs a laundromat and fixes car engines in Fresno. He married a best friend's girlfriend. She stains the shag of their living room with red wine and cigarette ash. Toby was the only Jesus I knew. And he died every night when the second all took him to the bright place where he had no need to close his eyes. 
He lay on the couch dreaming. And Toby, he did love me. He killed me when he saved me, and we both died then. So what I wanted to do with this book was um, try to inhabit uh, America, different characters in America. And um, my thinking is that um, living in this country, poverty and war and um, the pharmaceutical industry and, um, and all that kind of stuff, that all affects me even if I don't see it. Do you know? So I wanted to write about it in a way that wasn't um, uh, preachy. Do you know? So that, that was my attempt. That's what I tried with this book. Plush. On Hollywood Boulevard, the teenage girl is begging the old man to go into the room with her. Her loneliness is so brutal, it's beautiful. It has its own language. It is female, and it goes like this. The always drunk garbage man in green combat goggles is outside my window raving to one velvet morning. He wants what everyone wants, and he speaks to me in secret. I understand completely and have begun now making myself ready. I am already inside its milky nimbus. New York State. On windows, we, on weekends, we sit in the rec room, halting the inevitable. With invisible string and boxes, endless collages, and what, by the way, did you think you would do with your life? Glue tiny red, blue, green, and yellow glass beads, and ivory shelves to stripped wood boxes. At the picnic table in the main room, we sit with the boys who want to die. Diorama of gorgeous retards, child lock scissors in my shaking hands. Star. In the homeless shelter slash Greyhound station in Springfield, Mass., the loneliest man and woman just limped past me en route to the shooting gallery called the men's bathroom. Dead, I think, but happy. And the world lives on inside the TV set, bolted above the plastic seats of the bus station. Glue-sniffing boys in Basra, a UN supply truck carrying food and water, held up at gunpoint. And tanks plow into the burning city. Is it true we are all passengers, and this world a room we are traveling through? And this is a poem about poetry, taxonomy. My nurse, my angel, my pretty blonde ghost in white gown and gloves. Walk me through the multi-fortressed mansion of this night's bleak hospital, past surgery, emergency, through doors, slamming corridors into smaller rooms, darker wards, blistered halls. Assist me with this artificial magic, this godlike game of collect, assemble, and name. And this is called The Glimmering Room. Living on mini Dolly Madison lemon pies, and the light of my childhood got finally turned off. And this is the last one from this book, Molotov. 
I got my dream pills. They're wrapped in tin foil and it's going to be all right. I got sweet Billy with me and he is still breathing and it's beautiful what they're telling us. Got my enzymes, a nickel bag of electrolytes. My entire life I've been waiting for this. I got my radio on. I've got it hooked into a chip and lodged inside a suburb of thought in my brain somehow. And it's weird how it's wired. I can hear the fires. I can hear the daisies as I fell the desert. Pretty machete like paper mache confetti of dropped cluster bombs. And now I can hear the black hawks wild in their swarm. And I've got my horses and I'm holding beautiful Billy in my arms. It's like a song. So am I okay time-wise? So somebody will do this. <laughs> when I've gone over. <clears throat> so these are from Wunderkammer, which is coming out in the fall. Um, this is called Hotel Feral. I took the handful of gold capsules to return my body back to its center of gravity, then dragged myself to the hotel lobby. I wanted to find her, that white rabbit. I thought I might get my mind back. The answer was glimmering somewhere in the porcelain cup of oolong tea sitting on the long black table. But before I could get there, the tea, then the answer, vanished. God will place a baby inside me. By the time you read this, I will be far, far away. Then I'll come back with the right answer. This is not meant to be a koan or a fable. I'm telling you everything. One day they will remove the memory out of me. Nabenvelt. Quarantined inside a wonderland of endless dream, waiting on horseback at the gate of a Dostoevsky mock death, milky reverie of the guillotine, and a room of green and white coconut cream layered cakes, an infinite winter inside them childhood of illness. The moon was the only nurse I knew. At the shore, I rode a little rowboat out to the end of the world. I found the kill and entered it. The owl and the pussycat rode in a yellow boat into the gleaming, crept out of the playroom into the aquarium. Vienna, Salzburg, mildly German, mother's cabinets and jewelry boxes. My small white hands dripping in amethyst pearls and aquamarine. Woke on the floor, slept there, wept there, inside its envelope of drowning. This is called Rattlesnakes. <clears throat> Meet me with St. Peter at the all-night AA disco. Halfway to Hades in the Greyhound Station bathroom, I cut all my hair off, smoked another cigarette until my brain finally clicked back on. God is singing in my head again in the voice of an insane woman. What she says I cannot say, not to anyone. These days I parade in mother's long ice cream blue gown, drinking red wine from a paper cup. I waited for you on the endless fluorescent green law of the sanitarium, broken diamonds of no sleep. And I don't remember a thing. If I could, I would love all the boys weeping. 
Administer my poisonous heaven to each and every beautiful and terrible one of them. Self-portrait with three magi. In my embellishments of lost ballet and beauty, the three magi come down from the kingdom in their glittering white crowns of Benzedrine. I am their one lost star, their flower drowning. It takes me hours to form a full sentence. They leave on their cream and white dappled horses back into the border of the night before I can begin. I waited in a sweet delirium of miracles to be found out, and at times I swear I can see directly into the thing I was in the forest before the bell finally woke me. But this is my final drag, and I'm done with what the world wanted. And this is called Nabenvelt. Love, they are taking me now, down to the darker ward-like stations. It is German here in its warp of children's murmurs and voices. For holiday pageant, mother made me haloed angel, wrapped me in iridescence, led me to the hay-flocked stage, my face pale as a moon, my gray eyes star into the white flash of her red Sears Rubach camera. I'm inside my own Berlin, 1985, with its white duke, its zoo, and androgynous. And they're following me, calling me in names. Sorry. They're following me, calling me names in German. Like you, I am incapable of interpreting my own body, its soulless and mollusk iterations. In the end, I will put a stop to it. I want to hear the voice speak to me again in a forest near the border where Lowell went missing after the sanitarium, on the lake Bodensee, alone and with music. Wonder Room. Welcome to the dawn of the haunted, kingdom of what or whether or not I wanted it. The machine that measures beauty, the machine is feeding into me, an ivy drip of consumption, whether or not I want it, fashion and excess, decadence, and its magnificent diamond of glut, glittering its warm doom and contagion. Eleven years of ballet cannot stop me from starving. The incessant rush of memory, the glut, I swear the earth is still humming. And this is uh, the last poem I'm reading from Wunderkammer. It's called Self-Portrait in Airport City. Pharmacopoeia blonde in yellow fogel stockings, Shea royal crimson nail polish, and glam cream shadow and pearl mat. Gold taffeta disaster blouse, my long dirty blonde hair pulled back in a jewel-embellished French barrette and bits of shredded paper ribbons. Seaweed-like debris, of what's left. Okay. And these are from How the End Begins. This is a really, um, this is from a series called Letters to Emily. Of the winter we spent spit-pasting jewel boxes with tiny shells and beads. I did not deem planetary forces annulled, but suffered in exchange of territory or world. 
I believe it to be winter, the sky a huge knot of inked cotton, the fields heavily, heavy with rattling furs. Were you to visit, you would find me wild in the mottled field, hid from spy pilots, a spirit compass ticking in the clutch of my hand. Then at last shall we rest in a room filled with animal furs, fish bowls, a cracked mirror, dead birds, and a glass dish with blue jelly. When you arrive, will you arrive by means electrical, carriage-drawn, or otherwise? Okay, this is um, from a series called The Birthday Ceremony um, by Sophie Colley. And I thought I heard America coming in like a dream on the short wave. The uncanny always comes back. Non-stop theater of compulsive repetition. Mother, another drink in her hand, failing again at controlling the clutter and chaos. America fading out. A flicker at first, then lost in my blind spot. And um, I'll read another birthday ceremony. How's everyone doing? You're all still here, so that's good. (laughs) I have this thing where I'm reading, I'm fine until I remember that I'm reading. You know, it's that thing, so I'm trying not to remember I'm reading. The birthday ceremony. Cluster of horsehair, fistful of ribbon, the hush of fallen snow. A blue silk diary hid beneath the bed, each page with the same cursive words in red. What ruined me once will ruin me always. And this is how the end begins. The galloping horses collapse at night beneath the stars. Then the film goes blank. Sorrow comes on, a delicious illness that it is. Every morning I come back to the theater, past the floating willows near the river. Part two includes porcelain horses, rooms of tables stacked with food I never eat, mesmer and stars. A haunting that goes on like a wedding with no end. Unload the coffers of memory, riding through the forest on horseback. I carried my baby sister over miles of countryside, and we never survived. And this is the birthday ceremony again. Scrapbook from 5 to 11 a.m. Throw the I Ching, reconfigure the mess of last night's sordid tarot. Wine glass rings on the jackets of all my favorite books. Drink organic tincture of leaves and anise seed stars. Coat the face face in clear cold jelly from the cheese box in the fridge. I will drive it out of me, my mind. Okay. And so... um, these are recent poems from the manuscript I'm working on now, the fifth manuscript, which is called Dregs right now, but I might change it. The Abandoned Letter In this shimmering I have found his voice. Consider this. He appeared to me in the rich red wing of the Chinese vault, a ravishment when we met. 
I will call this a love song, the perfume of his body, a damp and flowering music, little circle of death among the love objects. In Paris, he takes my face in his hands, and we vanish. Vintage. All last winter, the windows sealed shut, and the small blue magic plastic transistor playing Dory Previn, a soft silk ribbon unfolding from its bolt. I know I'm supposed to be talking about things between poems, but I'm not that good at it. <laughs> and this is called Tagabusha, which is, um, so I'll talk about that. So Ava Hesse, the artist, you may or may not know, um, her, she and her family just barely escaped the Holocaust and came to New York. And there's a really interesting thing, which is that um, Ava Hesse had a sister, and her father made these little diaries and everything, you know, photos of... Um, of them as babies and um, information about the ship they took over. It's all in these books. It's really amazing. And they're um, the Jewish Museum in New York City. Um, But then she was a diarist, and there's all this... um, You can go to uh, Oberlin College, and they have an archive of all of her diaries, and it's sort of compulsive diary-making. And it's interesting to see um, how it started with her father, this this idea of having to... um, write everything down. So this is called Tagabusha, which is the diaries for Ava Hess. Decadent glass cells like a hive, or Ava Hess fevering the electric divine. I'm going back to where I came from. It no longer exists, lost like dust inside my little America. In the night, thieves come by, carrying filth and disease inside their small gold boxes. So that's when I just did one of those things that I really don't like when people do, where the um, intro to the poem is longer than the poem. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. It's all about process. So this is the last poem I'm going to read. It's called The Last Film in the World, and um, it's pretty new. The black panorama of poverty, its warm lies in death, its liquor stores and detritus, the fevering ghost of compulsion, whiskey death or the book, I cannot stop. The music is a feral silver milk. It is my filthy home. I walk to the broken gates and enter. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.